Hello everybody, it's Marcy from wavesofcommunication.com. Welcome to another episode of the Language Facilitation Helpline podcast, and thank you for tuning in today. Every action you take to help the late talkers in your life is important. As you listen and take in the advice on this show, always remember that the fastest results come when you enjoy the process of language facilitation. 2022 is the year of connection. It is my intention to provide information and resources to help all language facilitators evolve their natural connection with the late talkers in your life. Parents, caregivers, and therapists worldwide have proven that when they connect and enjoy the process of spoken language, it emerges naturally. The tips that I have together, I've got five tips to help you manage your language facilitator mindsets. And if this is the first time you're joining me, you will learn quickly that we talk quite a bit about mindset because I am a coach and consultant for parents and caregivers who are interested in facilitating the natural spoken language. These late talking kids, they've got language inside and without us facilitators helping them share it with the world, it stays stuck inside of them as far as speech and it comes out in nonverbal communication. And what I have found, certainly over the past four plus years that I've been working online exclusively, is that when parents and caregivers are empowered to maintain and manage your language facilitator mindset, you can see progress a lot faster and you can get to your destination, the real ones that you want. You don't get sidetracked in nonverbal, more nonverbal teaching with PEC systems and sign language and things like that. You stay in your mindset where you are on a mission to facilitate spoken language. You want to equip and empower the late talker in your life to do it themselves. Otherwise, they are relying on you to prompt it, to pull it, to tell them when they're supposed to say something, to give them the device, to show the book or the picture options. It's always you doing that management of the talking with the language facilitator mindset. You give that responsibility over to the late talker by equipping and empowering them and getting them all excited about their language facilitation so that they develop, that they try hard and develop. And so it's your mindset that gets you there. It's you thinking about what they need and giving it to them to equip and empower them that gets them there. And so what we're going to be talking about today is how you can do that with these five tips. So let's get started and dig into them while we're waiting for some questions to come in today. And the first tip that I have for you about mindset is that you really, it's very important that you keep your mindset in the time frame of the present moment. Be conscious of your thoughts. If you're worried about the past, you know, or frustrated about the past because this didn't happen or they didn't 
didn't do it or it's not happening yet, all of that stuff that you're frustrated about or you're worried about the future, for example, you know, when will he do it or he, what's about next year? When is he going to start talking? You're worried about that and you're focused on either the past or the future. You're not in the present moment where you can do it. And the recommendation I have here is you need to bring your focus of thought to observe and respond to the present moment instead of as soon as your child does some nonverbal communication, you automatically start thinking about, oh, that means, you know, he's got autism or that means he's good, that he doesn't have autism. Like if you're using his behaviors in your own mind to sort of judge and analyze instead of responding to them in the moment, you're missing your opportunities for language facilitation and a language facilitator mindset stays in the moment as much as possible. If your child's not in the moment with you, then it's not. You're not in the language facilitation zone and nothing happens as far as progress. So this number one tip about maintaining your mindset is about being in the present moment with your child. That's where the work happens. That's where the action happens. That's where the learning happens. And that's where you absolutely see the results right now. Not later, I wonder if he's going to pass the test in the future or, man, he didn't pass the test in the past. All of those things are not right now. There's nothing you can do about either one of them. Because again, if you're worried about tests or levels or things that your child's not doing, the only way they're going to start doing those things is when you stop worrying about the fact that they're not doing it and facilitate making it happen, getting into your facilitator mindset and out of the worry. So this is the number one tip that is necessary for every language facilitator mindset. All right. Moving on, I see that there's some questions coming in. Just want to make sure. All right, I do have a question coming. Let's get through a few of these and then we'll get into your questions. Number two is right here. Tip number two is to scan your body for feelings of stuck energy. All right, so we're maintaining a mindset of what are we doing? Now, most of what you think about is all internal. It's not inside of you. And how you feel in your physical body is a reflection of your thoughts. We create our health, our wellness through our thoughts. If you don't believe it, you can look at lots and lots of research that proves it. And in fact, I have myself healed my own body through many illnesses and in fact, regenerated my body through my mindset. Because when you're in a mindset of, I don't want to eat this stuff, I want to eat healthy stuff, you change your habits. When you're in a healthy mindset, you change your habits. When you consider your body and how your body is reacting to your thoughts and your mindset. It's reflecting on your decisions. It reflects your body. So whenever you feel headaches, backaches, in your legs, your back goes out, you know, you start to get your, you lose your voice, things like that. Things start to change in your body and you start to feel those things. If you ignore those things and just push through them, then you're missing information to help you maintain a good mindset. And any type of stuck energy, aches, pains, illnesses, injuries, falling down, dropping stuff a lot, all of those things are a reflection of your mindset. And when you feel at ease and you're moving through your day, 
that you know you're not bumping into stuff you're not dropping things you're catching yourself when you go in the room and forget things you're like oh i walked in here to remember because i was getting these five objects you don't lose your track of thought in the middle of the day while you're in the middle of tasks if you have a conscious mindset if you have a focused mindset and when you're with your late talker you need to also trust your feelings if your late talker does something and you feel a pit in your gut or it gives you a headache when they are going on and on or doing whatever they're doing. If you feel a physical reaction to your late talker's behavior, which all behavior is communication, then you have an option right then to intervene and work with those feelings. So that's it. You need to hit it head on. You don't ignore these aches and pains in your body because they are signs that your mindset needs an adjustment, just like your body needs an adjustment. Don't ignore them. Dig in head on. My back hurts. What's causing my back to hurt? It might be a physical thing, but it also might be an environmental or a mindset thing that's going on too that's causing that blockage in energy. And you can literally feel it in your body. So that's the tip number two to help maintain your body mindset, pay attention to your body and your body will tell you a lot about what's going on with it. Okay, let's move into tip number three, which is this one right here, where you are going to identify your most common triggers. Okay. Now everyone has triggers. If you say you're not, you're not human because that's part of being human. We all have experiences and stories in our head about what we've been through, what we've been told, what we've studied. And then in our mind, all of that information has come into us and we have decided what of it we believe, what of it we don't, especially these days. There's so much information coming at us. You have a choice of how to accept this in to your life. It's going to come at you anyway, right? And if it is a thing, a person, an event, a statement, whenever anybody talks about the big A word or whenever anybody talks about therapy or whenever anybody talks about the picture book or whenever anybody talks about the these things that trigger you to get even a feeling a pit in your gut. You might even go back to the last strategy when you're triggered. You might feel a physical feeling when you're triggered. That's how you know that's a trigger. And when you're consciously aware of how you are feeling and what you are thinking in your heart and your mind and all over your physical body, right? Because what you feel in those feelings isn't necessarily something that you can see. It's internal stuff and it affects your mindset. When you lose sleep, you're in your bed thinking, thinking, thinking. What is triggering those thoughts? And when you know what those triggers are, when they happen, you call yourself out. I'm triggered again. There's my trigger right there coming at me. It's the mother-in-law or that's the friend or that's the auntie or that's the therapist or that's the teacher. Or even when the phone rings and you see their phone call, you can feel a physical feeling that you know you're triggered. And when you get triggered, make your conscious effort to 
battle it, to confront it or avoid it, whatever you're going to do to work through this trigger because you know it's going to affect your body in one way. If you keep letting these, you keep getting triggered, you keep unconsciously doing those things, you're going to start to get physical illness. You're going to have more and more detachment from the late talker and you're going to feel more frustrated and worried because you're not thinking about the present moment. You're thinking about what you're thinking about, thinking about, thinking about, thinking about, right? that's what happens when you get triggered is you start going off into directions inside of your mind that are not helpful, that are not useful, that perpetuate that thought. Because our egos, they fuel on this stuff. They fuel on that trigger. That's why there's so much shock value on social media right now. It triggers people's attention right? And where your attention goes, your energy flows. That's what this all is about. And if you're putting attention on those triggers, then you can deal with them, handle it and move on or know it's coming and get out of the way. Avoid it completely. When you know what they are, you can deal with them. And that's what keeps you in your positive mindset. Don't let them take you down. You keep yourself up no matter what comes at you. It's up to you. You can't control what comes at you, but you can always control how you handle it, right? So don't let yourself slip into stuff that you know isn't helpful because somebody threw their energy at you. It's not yours. It's theirs. They're projecting it. They're projecting it. People are going to project, 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 and it's going to feel a certain way to you. If you like what they're laying down, join them. If you don't, Share your feelings, detach from it, and move on because you've got better things to think about than these triggers. You've got progress to move forward to, okay? And that's a language facilitator mindset. Okay, moving into number four, we've got this situation where you can always help maintain your mindset when you get a team that you can trust. This is the reason that I made my workbook and that I offer coaching because the strategies, the language facilitation strategies are easy. Anybody can pick up a It Takes Two to Talk or any of these other kind of books or whatever, my book, to see, yeah, we can talk more to kids and get them doing, but maintaining that in a long term term and doing it every single day, two to three hours a day, that's where it becomes challenging. That's always where it becomes challenging. So you need to get a team around you. You can't do it alone. And in fact, the first member of your team is the late talker. You're in this together. And then the other people around you, if you have other kids, if you have another partner who's helping you raise the kid, if you're at a center and you're a therapist or a teacher or a daycare provider, you've got other team members around you. And then you exchange, share your strengths and weaknesses. I'm not good at talking. I'm not a big talker. How am I going to talk more? Figure out, discuss with people around you about the things that you find challenging in the process. You've seen the strategies on the other videos, swapping the prompting. Why is it so hard for you to stop asking questions? Why is it so hard for you to take things away from your kids and make them do it better? Why is are you keep getting triggered to do that? And if you do, find out, talk to other people to help you work through those feelings of worry, of pressure. You're feeling that worry and pressure. That's why you're working too hard. Okay. As a matter of fact, before we move on with other ones, I want to share a little bit from my workbook. So in this 11-week 
language facilitation journey to speech workbook that I have. This is it right here. You can get it on Amazon. The link is below. It's available all over the world on Amazon in English right now. New, new languages are coming out soon, but right now in English, you can access this. And the most important thing, the most important page in this book that you are going to want to be aware of, it is the levels of language facilitator mindset, right? I have talked about this on a previous video. Screenshot this. This is where you are constantly wanting to be as an effective language facilitator above this dotted line. Because below this dotted line, you're spinning your wheels. You're doing things that are based on not present moment. You're based on thinking past thoughts or you're trying to trigger something to happen. The most common things that keep parents below this dotted line are when you're in the mindset of it's not happening fast enough. And I want it to make it faster, so I am going to make it happen. I'm going to ask more questions. I'm going to do more work. I am going to make my child do this talking thing one way or another. And again, that's not a language facilitator mindset. That's why it goes down. That's why you are exhausted or frustrated or giving up because the more you give that, the more you pull, the more you question, the more you prompt, the more you take things away from your kids and fix how they're doing it, or say the same things over and over again, same single words or two word phrases, do this, do this, do this, do this over and over and over again, that just creates disconnect from the late talker and exhaustion and frustration in you. So, it's about these triggers that make you go in to do these activities that are not helpful, that keep your mindset low. And you're like, it's not working. I'm just going to quit. And then you don't know what to do. So then you ask someone else and you take them to therapy. And then the therapist says, oh, yeah, we're just going to pressure and push them into doing this again. And you're like, well, if that's the way the professionals are doing it, we'll just keep doing that at home. And remember... When everybody is pressuring and pulling and asking questions, there is no one facilitating the language that your late talker needs to answer those questions and complete those commands and solve those problems that everybody's testing them with. Your language facilitator mindset is always where you're giving more. These high levels, you give more than you ask. Always a language facilitator gives more because these late talkers mirror you. And as you give them more information about their world, they will agree with you. They'll imitate the things that they like. And in fact, when they're on their own, they'll share those things back again later. But they can't share questions. They can't share prompts. All they can do is follow and answer and do. And if their mindset is in, I've got to get the right answer or I'm going to get a no, don't, uh, no, negative, eh, negative, if I, and I, I want to avoid that. So I only want to get the right answers. What's the right answer? What's the right answer? What's the right answer? What's the right answer? And if you're always just taking the test, you're never going to integrate the knowledge. Once you take those tests, you quit thinking about it and you move on to the next thing. Test teaching doesn't work for long-term gain. It keeps you stuck in these low levels. And that's why when you create a team for yourself, you'll figure out 
how to make this move forward for yourself and get these levels up, right? You have to get out of here. No progress happens while you're down here. You have to get out or it's not going to happen. All right, let's move into the last statement that I, the last question or tip, I guess, that I have for you. Tip number five, which is the main tip for always maintaining a positive mindset is you express gratitude for every experience, every experience. You got stuck in the snowstorm on a highway. We're grateful for that because you learned things. You learned things about yourself. You learned things about other people. Okay. Every situation, positive or negative, you either get a treasure or a lesson right? And you need to be grateful for them because the lessons we learn from the unexpected or what I call unplanned, right? There is no bad or good experience. They're all experience and they're all helpful and they all provide information. Every single one, the good, the bad, the ugly, whatever you want to call them. It, when you are in a gratitude mindset, you're grateful for the lessons you learned and you know in your mindset, I won't make those mistakes again because I learned my lesson, right? And it, when you get treasure and you know that you are the cause, the catalyst, the co-creator of that treasure, now you've got a multiple treasure because now you know not I can have it now, but I can also have it later because I know how to create it, right? That's gratitude too. Instead, when someone gives you something, you're grateful for the gift of it. But when you create something, you should be grateful for the treasure, the long term. You've got the golden goose, not just the egg. When you create it yourself, you know how, where it comes from, the good and the not so pleasant, right? When you create it yourself and you realize that you have created it yourself, you were there in the experience, you were present, you were part of it. Whatever you contributed or not caused it to be because you were there. And you should be grateful for these experiences. And when you are grateful for every experience that you have with these late talkers, instead of judging them, trying to fix them or change them, embrace them, take them in, learn from them. And then you're equipped and empowered to move forward. And so is the late talker because they see you instead of being triggered and going back steps and forwards and backs and chaos and always putting out fires all the time, putting out fires, putting out fires, putting out fires. Pretty soon you have many fewer fires, many fewer. When you're grateful for that first fire, you're like, man. It's a good thing the whole house didn't burn down or it's a good thing we're still alive if the whole house burned down. There's always something that's positive out of the situation because you learned lessons from it. And so just be thankful for your lessons as just as thankful as you are for your gifts. And then you're gonna have, be able to maintain a happy mindset. You will, that's how it works. Thanks for tuning in today. I hope you have been inspired to have some fun and take some inspired action on your unique language facilitation journey. With a whole range of waves of communication resources, from free content to customized coaching, you now have access to everything you need to elevate spoken language to infinite success. You are welcome to get your journey started with my 11-week language facilitation journey to speech workbook. 
This tool is helping parents worldwide create nonstop language facilitation opportunities that elevate spoken language beyond even their own expectations. You can access this workbook and all of the language facilitation resources on my website, wavesofcommunication.com.